friends, you've now entered the Man Cave Podcast, unplugged and unfiltered. This is a podcast where the topics are mostly about sports, but sometimes we mix in some other items, like, is Bigfoot real? Who is the best Batman? You're guided through each episode by a man who's the man for his time and place, Dan Casper. So welcome to the Man Cave, and stick around for a while. You're going to like it here. Hey, what up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Dan Casper here. Appreciate you tuning in and, and checking out uh, the latest episode of the podcast. I know it's uh, it, it's it's been a couple of weeks here. We've been throwing up some interviews uh, that we've been doing on the radio show and such. But uh, we're back now with, with football season starting and uh, you know school started, kiddos starting kindergarten. We had the, the golf outing about a week and a half ago. Uh, at the time of this recording of this of this uh, podcast, so um, and if, if you are a listener and you were at the golf outing, big thanks. If if, if you're not familiar with it, it was the benefit backyard dreams, which is our uh, charitable entity. Um, to to kind of sum it up, backyard dreams helps people helps kids uh, able to chase their dreams, chase their goals. You know, maybe you know if they're they love basketball, but maybe they just need help affording a pair of shoes or some gear or something like that, or they love to go check out a game, but they just can't afford it. You know, we want to help them out uh, that way, any way possible. So, big thanks uh, to everybody. If you were at the golf outing or donated or or anything like that, it's going to make a a big difference in a, a lot of people's lives. So, big, 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 big thank you to every, everybody who who showed up for that. So, uh, in this podcast or in this episode of the of the podcast, um, we are going to. First of all, I'm going to do my my um tr- my my predictions. I can't spit it out for for whatever reason. I can't can't spit it out. So I'm going to be doing my predictions for the NFL season, division, playoff. Um, we've got uh, we've got uh, you know Super Bowl matchups, that sort of stuff. I'm just going to look at you know I don't want to get down into the weeds of like MVPs and and uh, you know offensive player and, and defensive player and, and that sort of thing. I just want to focus on the teams here. So this is my predictions, my pre, my pre-preseason, you know, before the season kicks off here. Today's Wednesday. Tomorrow they, it'll be Buffalo and, and the Rams kicking off. So I'm just going to focus on the teams. And then I got a conversation with NFL insider Peter King. Uh, he was on the radio program on, on Monday morning, or excuse me, Tuesday morning. So we'll put that in there in case you missed that. And then we'll we'll wrap up uh, the podcast with some closing arguments and such. So let's uh, let's just jump into it. So these are my predictions, division winners and the three wild card teams for the upcoming NFL season. All right. So let's start with the AFC. Let's start with the AFC. In the AFC South, I'm going to go with the Colts. You got the Titans in there, but I question you know with with no Brown at receiver, Julio Jones. Um, I know they've got uh, Burks over there, but Derrick Henry's still there. I just I, I, I can't I, I I can't see them being the Tennessee Titans that we've seen in the last couple of years going to the AFC Championship game. You know, one seed last year. I just I don't see it. So I am gonna go with the Colts. Matt Ryan coming over there. It's got some uh, got Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. Pittman is a wide receiver. Defense has some playmakers there too. So I'm gonna go with the Colts to win that division. But I am curious to see. How well the Jaguars do this year to see if there is an improvement with the Jaguars. I'd I like the Doug Peterson hiring 
for Trevor Lawrence. Want to see that growth with Trevor Lawrence. Want to see that growth from the Jaguars. Houston's kind of a wild card. I think they'll win a few games this year, and I think they'll be a little competitive, but they're, they're not a playoff team by any means. So I'm going with the Colts. The AFC North. Now, I might ruffle some feathers with this one. I've got the Ravens winning this division, but that's the only AFC North representative I have in the playoffs. Browns, no Deshaun Watson for the majority part of the season. They're not going to win enough for when he comes back to, to make a playoff push. Pittsburgh I'm intrigued with, but I think they're going to finish around 500 this year, and I think the Bengals take a step back this year. I don't think the Bengals are going to surprise anybody this year. I think they take a step back with a tougher schedule. So I've got the Ravens. I, I got the Ravens winning this, uh, winning this division. So uh, in the AFC East, it's Buffalo. Okay, everybody's picking Buffalo to go to Super Bowl, and the majority are picking them to win the Super Bowl. So I'm going Buffalo here. And then the AFC West, the best division in all of football. I'm going with uh, with the Chiefs. Barely, barely. And that's because, well, with my wildcard teams here, I've got the Chargers. I want to pick the Chargers to win the division, but I'm going with a more for sure thing. I think there's still a little bit of unknown with the Chargers, with coaching staff and such. So, But I think the Chargers, they have enough talent. If they don't make the postseason, that's a disappointment unless there's some major injuries going on. But I've got the Chargers. I do think the Broncos squeak in. I think this division beats up on each other quite a bit, but I think the Broncos got enough to, to squeak in there. And I think the Dolphins are going to make it this year. Dolphins, 9-8 and eight last year. You know, they bring in Tyreek Hill, offensive-minded head coach McDaniel. Um, the the biggest key is going to be Tua. I mean, if Tua can't win with this offense, then then he's probably not the guy. He's probably not a starting quarterback. So I like the Dolphins to, to get in as a wild-card spot. AFC Championship, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills taking on the Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers, and yeah, I'm going to pick Buffalo to go to the Super Bowl. Although I could see a team like the Chargers kind of being that team. You know, if I wanted to pick another team besides Buffalo, I probably, I, I think I would pick the Chargers to, to go represent the AFC in the in the Super Bowl. So, um, who do the Bills face in the Super Bowl from the NFC side of things? NFC South, I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, although I do have concerns about that offensive line. With a lot of their injuries there, are they going to be able to protect Tom Brady? I think Tampa Bay takes a step down this year, but not far enough for the Saints to take uh, take over the division. I do like the Saints. My biggest question with the Saints is Jameis Winston. Can you know he play like a, a former number one overall pick? Was it 2015? Can he you know play at that level? Can he play at a high level? Can he not turn the ball over as many times? Is Jameis Winston? plays at a high level this Saints team can be good they got a good defense they bring in the honey badger offense they drafted Chris Olave they got Michael Thomas coming back they got uh, they brought in Landry they got Alvin Kamara they've got weapons they could be a dangerous team but I just don't know about Jameis Winston if Jameis Winston plays at a high level the Saints win this division so but in this point I've got the Saints in the postseason as a wild card team NFC East I give the slight edge to the Eagles. I'm not sold on Jalen Hurts yet. Uh, I'm not sold on that. I got to see more. But I think the Eagles have a deeper team. Cowboys going through some injuries and such. Uh, but I'm giving the slightest edge to, to the Eagles to, to win this division. Although I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys win it, to be honest with you. NFC West, I'm going with the Rams, uh, the defending Super Bowl champions, to win that division. You know, when you look at it, Seattle, nah. Arizona, 
They lost Chandler Jones and such, and DeAndre Hopkins going to miss some time due to a suspension. And then, you know, San Francisco, I know a lot of people are still high on San Francisco, but I'm really curious to see how that quarterback issue kind of works out. Jimmy Garoppolo back, kind of in the shadows, watching Trey Lance. I don't know. So I'm going to go with the Rams in the NFC West. NFC North, I got the Packers edging out Minnesota. Edging out Minnesota. So you can probably figure out who my wildcard teams are now. Minnesota, the Saints, and the Cowboys are my wildcard teams. So in the NFC Championship game, though, I have the Packers over the Rams. And because why not, why the hell not, I'm going to do it. Packers over the Bills in the Super Bowl. Why the hell not? You know what I mean? So... That's my prediction, Packers over the Bills. But everybody, it seems like, or at least like 85 90% of people are picking the Buffalo Bills, and I get it. I understand it. That's that's like everybody's favorite team this year. They're going to have a big old bullseye on, on their back, but they got a tough schedule to, to begin the season. They, they, they really do. So it'll be interesting uh, to see how they can kind of handle it. Because remember last year, they got off to – there was a stretch there in the middle towards the end of the season where – you know, it was like, are they actually going to make the postseason or not? They did. Great game against the Chiefs in the po- in the playoffs, but um, I do think they go to the Super Bowl this year, and uh, I, I'm picking the Packers over because why not? Why the hell not? So, all right, so those are my picks. What are your picks? Hit me up on Twitter at D-A-N-K-A-S-P-E-R, Facebook.com slash Casper Sports. All right, tell you what, take a quick break, play the interview with uh, with Peter King. Caught up uh, with good friend Peter King, NFL insider, the best, the, the best in the biz, if uh, if you ask me. So we'll, we'll catch up with him, and then we're going to finish up the podcast with kind of a couple of announcements. Usually we do a little closing arguments, closing statements, but got a couple of announcements that I think uh, you, you you guys are going to really like. You're going to enjoy. So that's coming up after this quick break. Uh, we kick off our our NFL preview week with. Uh, one of the best in the business, the best in the business, if you ask for, for my opinion, Mr. Peter King from NBC Sports, Football Morning in America, host of the Peter King Podcast. Good morning, Peter. How you doing? Good morning, Dan. How are you? Happy football season. Happy football season to you. How many uh, How many opening weeks or opening days or how many years is this for you covering uh, the NFL now? Uh, this is my 39th season covering the NFL. I started in 1984 covering the Bengals in Cincinnati. So, uh, yeah, 39 years for me. 39. Well, hopefully for a lot more after this, too. You have to keep it going, man. We love we'll you too see. much. We'll so. see how it goes. <laughs> hey, so I know, you know, obviously you did your, your training camp tour and, and that sort of thing. And, you know, one team in your latest column uh, that you mentioned or that you're pretty high on is the Saints. And, you know, the Saints intrigued me a little bit, too, because – you know, I look at they've got weapons on the offensive side. We know about their defense. But is the biggest key, Peter, in your opinion, Jameis Winston and how he plays that quarterback position for the Saints this year? Yeah, you know, it's funny, Dan. I probably would not have picked the Saints um, to win the NFC South and to be the top seed in the NFC. Bizarrely, I probably wouldn't have picked them if they didn't have Andy Dalton backing up Jameis Winston. Because I'm not totally all in on Jameis Winston. Uh, I don't really know how he's going to play in a 17-game season. You know, let's see, let's see him coming off a, you know, a major injury last year. And, you know, I don't think anybody was positive about him uh, regardless. So I, 
I'm I'm bullish on the Saints, but this is a this is sort of when I sat down to do this over the weekend, I just kept thinking to myself, man, I I don't really love any team in the NFC right now. I I mean I like a lot of teams, but you know, you look at the Rams. I think the Rams have one of the Batan death marches of schedules that I've ever seen. Um, you know, they're playing 10 teams that made the playoffs last year. And so I, I don't know. I There's so much about this, or they have 10 games, I should say, against teams that made the playoffs last year. And there's so much about predicting that you just have to go by a gut feel. And I just like the Saints a lot. I think their biggest problem last year was their receiving core. And they basically added three guys who are at the top of the food chain, I think. Now, we don't know how Michael Thomas is going to be. I think Chris Olave is going to be the offensive rookie of the year. He's gonna, I think he's going to be an impact player from day one, uh, the receiver from Ohio State. And I like Jarvis Landry coming over from Cleveland. Um, I think he's got a year or two left. So I I like them, but the, one of the reasons I picked the Packers to go to the Super Bowl is it's kind of ironic. They have home field every year and lose, and now I think they're going to go on the road and win, um, you, you know, and, and get to the Super Bowl. So we'll see if that pans out. You mentioned uh, Green Bay, and I know when I uh, chatted with you, uh, about a month or so ago, and you mentioned it uh, again in your column with the whole Devonte Adams uh, situation. Everybody's kind of looking at like that wide receiver group, but you know, you're kind of like, I, maybe it's not going to be as bad as people are kind of making it out to be. What would you say is the the biggest question mark surrounding Green Bay this year? You know, obviously, how fast. You know, this is a this is a really really interesting test Sunday in Minnesota because. Not only is it, you know, an arch-rival game right out of the box, but it's Aaron Rodgers seeing how quickly he can get on the same page and and do really big things with receivers he doesn't know very well. And, you know, that he's just getting to know. And I think that is a huge part of this season. For Green Bay, I think by the end of the season, uh, by mid-season, probably they're going to have a top five defense in the NFL. Um, I think they're going to be good on defense, but they've got a lot of young players who are going to be fitting into this scheme early on. So I, I think after they play with each other for a while, that's going to be really good. And I think, I just think one of the reasons why I picked Green Bay to go so far this year is that I just think Aaron Rodgers, you know, Dan, you know this about great players. They always look for the doubters and the people who are questioning them. And I think Aaron Rodgers knows he hears everything. It's just like Patrick Mahomes. You lose Tyreek Hill and everybody thinks, well, you're going to take a big step back. Well, I can tell you the Kansas City Chiefs do not think they're going to take a step back without Tyreek Hill. Uh, and I think Rodgers is pretty much the same way. He said, oh, okay, you think we're going to take a step back without Devontae Adams? I'll show you. And that's why, in my opinion, that's why he was so, um, 
a little bit confrontational and a little bit stern with his young receiving core this this year in training camp. He needs the Romeo Dobbses of the world to hit the ground running and to be great on Sunday in Minnesota. If they are, they'll win that game. But obviously that's a that's a that's a big part of how they're gonna be, Dan, how how, how good their young receivers are early. Do you think uh, Rich Bisaccia can make that big of an impact on the special teams unit for Green Bay? Um, I do, and and I think one of the things about Bisaccia is that he's one of these guys who he's not going to take no for an answer. He's he's not going to stand mediocrity. I wrote this in my column this week that I think he came to the Packers at the absolute right time. Brian Gutekunst basically now has kept three special teams players on his roster, three defensive backs, and there's a fourth one uh, on the practice squad because I think Gutekunst feels like I am going to move special teams guys in and out of the lineup as need be We've got a short list of good special teams players who could well be in Green Bay as the year goes on because we are going to make sure that Rich Bisaccia has the ammunition. And we've never done that before. You know, never actually save spots for guys who are there primarily for special teams. And look, we can say whatever we want about the divisional game against the Niners. And the offense was a huge disappointment in that game. But why, essentially, did they lose the game? You can blame the offense. You could blame uh, Rodgers for throwing the ball into double coverage at the end on that huge play where he's got a wide-open Alan Lazard uh, for a 20-yard gain in the middle of the field and yet he forces it to Devontae Adams incomplete. And, you know, that was – you definitely can blame the offense. But the reason why, the one play why they lost the game is the blocked punt. And that's just – I just don't see that happening anymore. I don't – I just think Bisaccia is going to – is going to demand a lot more from that area of the team and I will be surprised if they're not one of the best special teams units in the league. He's Peter King, Football Morning in America, also host of the Peter King podcast. Peter, we were talking a little bit about uh, the AFC West uh, at the beginning of the show, kind of doing some uh, division previews. And I know in your picks you've got Kansas City, but you know you kind of mentioned it could be a flip-flop between Kansas City and the Chargers. You've got Denver, and obviously with the Raiders where Devontae Adams is now. Have you seen, at least at the beginning of a season before, this much you know, uh, potential within this division? Because this division, I mean, it's it looks stacked. Can you remember another time where a division looked this stacked heading into a season? I, you know, the NFL changed from three divisions per conference to four in 2002. 2002 was the first year that they had uh, eight 14 divisions. 
And since then, since they've gone to eight, 14 divisions, this is the best division I recall from top to bottom. Because any team you pick for fourth, in my opinion, I think all four of these teams are top 12 teams in the NFL. They all can't make the playoffs, in part because they're going to knock each other off in division games. But to me, I think this is a this is an impossible division to predict. When you have four quarterbacks, when the worst quarterback in the division, Derek Carr, in my opinion, is going to throw for 5,000 yards and 35 touchdowns, I mean, that's, that's a ridiculously uh, stacked division, especially offensively. So uh, I, I think uh, I only picked two teams, the Chargers and, and Chiefs, to go to the playoffs. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders made a deep playoff run or the Broncos. Nothing would surprise me in that division because every one of them has a quarterback who's potentially a top 10 uh, quarterback in the league. You mentioned uh, even, too, the interesting tidbit in your column I was reading with uh, the extension with uh, Russell Wilson in, in Denver. And it sounds like him and Nathaniel Hackett, former Packers offensive coordinator, have just really like bonded and really struck struck a friendship, and uh, you know, just really are, are are in sync at this point. It seems like. Yeah, last last Monday, this is something when I was talking to people out there. Last Monday, um, they you know players had the day off at the Broncos facility, and Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett went into an office at the facility and uh, basically spent two hours together just, you know, kind of being mad scientist and pupil in the room. And the reason why I think sessions like that are so significant for Russell Wilson is because he that's what he's wanted. That's what he wanted when he was in Seattle, and that's what he didn't have when he was in Seattle. So I think the fact that they have that now really is something to Russell Wilson that's a blessing and that he thinks is going to make him significantly better as a player just because he's going to feel more invested in that offense this year. Peter, is there uh, is there a team you know when you're looking at it that I know we touched on the Saints uh, a little bit, but is there a team that you think could be maybe a little bit surprised or maybe not necessarily making the postseason, but maybe a team that is going to perform a little bit better in your opinion than maybe what we're kind of giving them credit for? I like Detroit and Jacksonville to be respectable. Um, you know, I think both of them will be in the seven win range. Um, I also think, I think this is the year finally that the Chargers break through. It's a tough, tough division as we talked about, but I just love Justin Herbert. Um, I don't know anybody who doesn't. I think he's going to be protected better. I think their running game is going to be a little bit better. They invested in a, in a first round guard in Zion Johnson. And I think they've answered their problems on defense. They're going to be better along the defensive front. They were very ragged there last year, allowing 4.8 yards a carry. Um, Khalil Mack, I don't know really what to expect out of him. 
after missing 10 games last year with a foot injury. He's now 31, but I think I think they've answered a bunch of their questions that if those guys play to their level on their resume, um, I, I think they've got a good chance to win 12 games and to win that division. He's Peter King, Football Morning in America. You can uh, check out his latest column, profootballtalk.nbcsports.com. Also subscribe and check out all of his episodes for the Peter King Podcast. Peter, again, big thanks. Really appreciate you joining us here in, in western Wisconsin and looking forward to to uh, reading all your columns every Monday morning uh, throughout the football season. So thank you so much, Peter. Thanks a million, Dan. Have a great day. Call anytime. Awesome. Thank you. There you go. There's there's Peter King, Football Morning in America, host of the Peter King Podcast. Wrapping up the podcast with with a couple of ideas that uh, is in the works here. That you know me, I'm I'm an ideas guy. I thrive on enthusiasm, you know, all that sort of stuff. And whether I follow through on a lot of these ideas, well, that's that's a great question. But a couple of them, you know, I'm a history guy, so I really want to. And I and I believe I mentioned this a couple times in the podcast, but we're starting this next week, so it's kind of like a, a, a legends never die sort of thing, telling the stories about some old players, old games, or or really interesting cool fascinating sports stories from from history so we're going to start that next week but also i'm going to do a video series kind of like you know eli and peyton's places but uh, we're gonna call it like dk road trips or something like that so we're gonna hit that up um and just kind of visit some locations you know where where something happened a little history attached to it it'll be up on our youtube page too so but just wanted to make that quick announcement and i know kind of a shorter podcast here but we're really going to deep dive into it now that uh football season is going to be starting here soon but uh big thanks for checking out the the man cave podcast big thanks to our good buddy peter king as well uh for always hopping on whenever we give him a shout uh reminder to subscribe to the man cave podcast it's free it's available on every single podcasting platform out there don't forget to give us a good rating so that uh, other people can find the podcast and don't forget to tell your friends and family about the Man Cave Football, or excuse me, the Man Cave Podcast. It used to be called the Man Cave Football Podcast, but the Man Cave Podcast. So enjoy the start of the NFL season. We will chat with you all next time.